0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast, episode two, where three uh, very mature grown men uh, discuss what the current scholars and historians are discussing, you know, <laughs> what's going on in today's events <laughs> and everything. So uh, we am um, here with myself, me, Philip, uh, and Matt, say hi. Hello. And Amr, hello. say hello. Yes, hello, me. hello. Uh, we just brought a topic to discuss. Uh, I think we're going to go ahead and uh, take a big leaping jump right in with Amr's topic. It sounds very interesting. Do you want to go ahead and go?
1: Yeah. um, My topic is uh, Yoshi Shiratori. He's Japan's own Harry Houdini. He escaped from multiple prisons. Um, To give you some background, uh, between 1868 and 1912, Japan's prison system was really, really harsh. And then after that, by the by the mid 1970s, the number of escapes dwindled to, to a single digit. But they had like so many escapes because they, so, they were so harsh, and people were just leaving and trying everything they could to get out. Even if they would get killed for it or punished even more. Wait,
0: what was the treatment like in the prisons?
1: I mean, they would they would beat them. They wouldn't give them food. They put them in cells without. Sound, without sounds like, like a concentration in the camp. Necessities. Yeah. It basically was. Sorry, I what, mean,
0: was the time period of this?
1: Uh, this was this was right before. I mean, I think this was like nineteen fifteen around nineteen fifteen. Okay. So. But it it's like it's like no sorry sorry it like it it starts nineteen forty. And then like it it extends to th- that was the period I was talking about was the 1915 was around where their prison system was reformed okay so this this guy he existed around 1940 um, I don't think there's any people say there's no no better prison escapee than this guy there's the, he was dubbed the man that no prison could hold he was um, initially accused of murder and robbery. And was sentenced to Amori Prison. Three years later, he picked the lock of his handcuffs with a short wire he found from a wooden bathing bucket. So, and and this guy was uh, was innocent. He didn't do anything. Like they found they found later that it was like pinned on him by somebody else. But I mean, it was too late in the end. But regardless, Um, he after he escaped from the wire with the bucket. They, the police caught him again after three days and he was sentenced to life in prison for escaping and stealing supplies from a hospital. He was eventually transferred to another prison called Akita prison in nineteen forty two. Um so in this in this prison, because he was he he escaped the previous prison, they made it much more difficult for him to leave. They had smooth copper walls smooth copper walls all along the sides, so like I mean, there's nothing for you to grip yeah, on there's there's no climb. so this guy's yeah, just there's... living
0: in complete like isolation nothing going it's like, on it's yeah. like a hole
1: um and so the only the only opening was an air vent in the top of the room and he would climb up and down every night and and this thing was was hinged with with like bolts i mean it wasn't just like something you could take off you know yeah, they it had like
0: solid. flex seal there they like not... yeah
1: it, i mean they they had they had the mighty putty. I mean, it yeah. was ridiculous. <laughs> they had the Elmer's glue. They, real- <laughs> they had it's the really Elmer's. Glue. Yeah, and you know, Japan didn't fuck around. So, anyways, eventually he pried the thing loose. Every night he would climb up the walls for for over. I want to see how long it took him. I think it took him a couple months. But he would climb every day from the bottom of his cell to the top and try to. Get the the thing off the vent, the air vent. Eventually he escaped. Wait, how big was the air by the way? It was I think about the size of his shoulders.
0: Jeez. I'm clustering. That is awesome. But this wasn't even
1: this isn't even like this isn't even the craziest part. This guy is ridiculous. Sounds like a um
2: um, sounds like a nineteen fifties Michael Schofield.
1: (laughs) But um this guy eventually so the, the, the people there, the reason he escaped from this prison, even though it was more difficult to escape from, he had more willpower to do it because he was being abused here much more than in the previous prison because he was a life-sentence prisoner. He escaped from the previous place, so they like tried yes. to keep him down. Notable. You know? Yeah, exactly. And so there was this one guy, this one police officer that treated him well and didn't beat him, gave him food, etc., etc., Um, So he went to his house asking for help, and he wanted to get his story out to the public about how he'd been abused, and he had, like, he figured out how he could prove he was innocent and everything. Um, So he went up to the, the police officer's house, you know, and talked to him, and the police officer eventually handed him over to the authorities. Unfortunately, and he vowed to never why, trust what? a police officer ever again.
2: But, well, why would you go to the police, yeah, first what? of all? What?
1: Because that was the only person he knew and trusted. Yeah, but obviously... You... It's still, yeah, obviously, it was a police officer. Dang. And, morning, it's, and it was during World War II Japan. I mean, World War II Japan was strict, man. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, I bet. <laughs> Could you imagine growing up in Japan in World War II? And Ugh. being of, like, the age to go fight? <laughs> Jesus. like your only option was what like be a soldier
2: soldier exactly.
0: or die yeah be a kamikaze pilot or go monger down in a bunker
1: dude okay uh, so this this next part of his um so after he got reported by that officer he was transferred to the northern part of japan in abashiri prison it was super remote in the middle of the wilderness freezing cold in the mountains it was terrible. I mean, it was it was reserved for the the worst of the worst in Japan. It's basically, it's sending them there to die slowly. <clears throat> so he was transferred there because he escaped two times, and you know the police wanted him to to stay. You know, they wanted him to keep escaping his prison. Um, but eventually he did end up escaping Abashiri prison. He he had a they would they would. Cuff his hands and legs with iron iron um, shackles. And it would take a technician, I think, like two hours of sawing to get them off, right? So it's not like something he can just break.
0: Right, so he's like strapped down. Like, mm-hmm. like the exorcist so, kind of like, you're not getting out of here.
1: Yeah. He's and the only, the only exit in this prison was a vent a window sorry a window and the top of the room smaller than his head what right Wait, how small like no 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 sorry I sorry it was just... about as big as his head but he, he's smaller his than his body okay. smaller than his body so like he, he could you can't fit through that your shoulders will not fit through that
2: right of course
1: but anyway so the only thing he could do here was i mean how how would he escape this situation you know you're stuck there you're shackled so arms and like... legs
0: He's in this deserted place, right? He's yeah. shackled. Yeah, and he's the shackled. the only way out, like, this is the only option, is this place that's barely just enough to get through. Like, Right? Yep. Right, right here? So Even,
1: is, no, naturally, naturally, you couldn't get, you can't get through it. I mean, that, you have naturally. to have some. So, I mean, if you can dislocate your shoulder and push it in a way that you can escape, then, Jeez. yeah, you can do that. that is but, I mean, the big biggest... That is grinding
0: right there. That is some and, and
1: not only that, not only that but his strength lives. was so reduced in that place it's freezing cold they give them raggedy blankets on the cold floor
2: probably just bread or he minimal
1: gets food. the only thing he gets to eat is miso soup he gets oh. a, a bowl of miso soup every night or a, you know for dinner for lunch whatever and because of the high salt content in the miso soup from the soy sauce every night he spit a little bit of his miso soup onto his shackles oh, and a little oh, bit it's... he and he saved a little bit of the miso soup and sprayed it on the 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 vent that was barred i mean it was a barred vent or a window barred window and it was iron you know so you iron, he, he, iron? Wait, sorry
0: iron. iron okay sorry
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um he spit he spit a little bit of the miso soup on his shackles every night and he sp- Put a little bit of miso soup on the the window every night, and he did this over the months where it was cold, super super cold. Because He's he tried to
2: rust the uh, window. Yeah, the yeah,
1: and eventually, and eventually, uh, you know, he couldn't he couldn't do anything else right now because his strength was so reduced that even if he did manage to get out of there, I mean, he would die out, outside in the, in the cold, and and so, anyways, eventually, he he. Broke the shackles off. You know, they, the the screws just fell out one by one, and the screws in the window fell out one by one. And every night he would taunt the guards, and he'd say, "I'm going to escape this place one day. I'm going to escape this place." Oh. And they would laugh as they beat him. Oh my God! You know, wow. and <clears throat> eventually, I mean, he he was able to to dislocate his shoulder and squeeze himself out of the small space on the metal frame where the guards would slide in his food. I mean, think about Wait, that. Wait, I'm imagining like this like this
0: little place where you put a tray Small and you box. shove a little tray in there where you get food. And he just yeah. like, he's like a little Pokemon. What's that Pokemon exactly. that like morphs into whatever? Ditto. Ditto. He just dittos his <laughs> way under there and just, <laughs> like turns into like a liquid and then becomes a solid once he's out. Like, what? <laughs> this man is insane.
1: But this is not the most insane thing oh, he it's did. it's
0: not. So we haven't yet. Keep not. going. Keep going
1: so this he escaped during the 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 blackout in 1944 it was because of the war so they had like they couldn't communicate with each other during this time so he's able to get out escape run away and by the time they even knew where he was that he was missing or could communicate to the to the other japanese police you know he had already gone out and far away from the prison so he was tried again for he was caught again eventually, and he was tried for escaping, and he was sentenced to death by the the court. And he this was man, assigned...
2: horrible luck.
1: Yeah. On top of that, he was assigned six armed guards and un- was under surveillance twenty four hours a day. In this prison, Sapporo prison, he was incarcerated in a specially made cell. It was designed to prevent him from escaping through the air vent in the ceiling. So this like was a it whole
0: cell designed just for him like yeah to prevent him from escaping like they get like the world's top five scientists are like all right this man can escape any prison
1: like so there's there's i mean think about this man like they built a cell specifically to prevent him from escaping he has six armed guards watching him at all times 24 hours right yeah and then obviously they're not looking at him the entire time, but they're standing by his door, checking on him like every five minutes. Yeah. I mean, they were yeah. they were very very careful.
0: Yeah. Like he can put like a he could uh, fill a balloon with air, and maybe draw like a smiley face on it, put some bricks under his uh, covers and escape. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Uh, <sighs> no, but the the prison guard they had so much faith in this new cell they didn't even handcuff him anymore. Oh, and yeah. yeah And it's Uh, true. It's true true that he had aged and was super fatigued by constantly escaping and running away and everything. Uh, And so this is so the thing the last thing he could do. So again, they only gave him a bowl of soup every night. And every night he would take the floorboards under his bed and dig a little bit. And eventually Uh, eventually he was able to dig all the way out and escape out of the prison i mean it was the simplest it was the most difficult cell to get out of on paper but it had the simplest solution he was able he just, just literally a hole, like took a go to china like yeah that kind of thing. And, and the guards the guards were like i mean they they didn't know what to do they they
0: they got fired
1: it took them a while to even find out what his how he was able to escape but so eventually he so you know, the war took place in America, occupied Japan, and everything. And you know he was happy because, I mean, he wouldn't be considered a prisoner anymore if they had democracy and he could actually plead his case. Wow. So after that, after he he was he escaped for a year. Again, like it was still occupied by Japan, but he was still a prisoner. He was still a fugitive. <clears throat> and so eventually he he's sitting on a park bench after a year of being free and he's offered a cigarette by a police officer moved by the kindness of this guy he admits that he's an escaped convict oh my <laughs> god take him in this again man, his career <laughs> why prisons, like it's okay okay this is his life but,
0: goal. like he's just like i'm bored i want to go i back want to, to escape prison. from prison yeah. like it's my time, my time give me a challenge you. give me another challenge
1: yeah No, but th- this time this time he was tried again by the court they noted in all of his escapes, he didn't. He was a good guy, really. I mean, he didn't harm anybody, any of the guards. And despite the fact that the guards were abusing him all the time in all these prisons, I mean, he could have easily been angry and attacked one of them as revenge, but he didn't do that. He was, I mean, he was innocent of of the murders, and he just was a man trying to escape injustice. They need to put this so, man in a
2: bedrock prison. Yeah.
1: So eventually, um, they didn't—they didn't find him not guilty of the murder because it'd been so long. So they couldn't really—they couldn't really revoke that. But he was given the final sentence of twenty years of prison, and he requested that he be imprisoned in Tokyo. He spent his his days in Fuchu Prison until 1961. He was given parole, and he traveled to this place called Amori Prefecture, and. Reunited with his daughter, so he could tell her his life story. He lived for about another decade after that, and eventually succumbed to a heart attack in 1979.
2: So, how how old was he when he um yeah. last got imprisoned for the 20 years?
1: Uh, I'm not sure, but he was old. Of course, he's definitely old so by now. Just
0: put this guy in a rocket and just shot him up into space. See what he could have done there.
1: Honestly, man, ah, this guy is space. Yeah, but I mean that's about
0: it. It's kind of insane. Like I I can't believe I've never heard of this guy.
1: Ridiculous. What was his name? Uh, Yoshi Y O S H I E. Okay. Base Shiratori.
0: Why don't we
2: have a screenplay about this guy? Yeah,
0: why is there not a movie about this man? There is. There is. Oh.
1: Oh. Ah, they made a movie in 2017. Wait, uh, let me see what it's called.
0: Because I know I, I recall a movie about that has um like the guy who played Rambo what was his name. It called this Sylvester Stallone. Yes, yeah, so Sylvester Stallone. He's in a movie called like The Escape or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: it's called it's called Prison Break. Prison Break.
0: Well, maybe that was directed TV by show.
1: Yoshihiro Fukagawa. Fukagawa. Excuse me.
0: Wait, is this guy play Anakin Skywalker?
1: does not have that many reviews. Kind of crazy. What? looking on Letterbox. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Okay. Anyways. Wow, okay. Very interesting. All right.
2: Thank you, Almer.
0: Thank you, Almer. Let's give it up for Almer. Thank you okay uh matt did you want to go or you discuss mine
2: i mean i, I mean i'll go it's all right. i'll do a split in the two stories
0: okay yeah you can go ahead
2: uh so today um uh, we're talking about coronavirus uh, and the impact it has on all the movie theaters and box offices around the world and basically how it's delayed all of these movies and the next um course of action is what's going to happen after the coronavirus? Like, are we going to be able to open these theaters back up and it'd be just the same as how it would be? But Mm. I mean, no one's quite sure yet. I mean, like AMC right now is going through a horrible time with, uh, they've, they're looking to announce bankruptcy and they're trying to get bailed out currently. Jeez. And no one knows if they're ever going to recover and and let me remind you that AMC is the biggest movie theater chain in the world
0: yeah like i was subscri- I'm, I'm honestly <laughs> worried like
1: i mean it, it's true that these movie theater chains have made things you know you could say it's, it's worse in a sense you know in terms of quality like if you go to like a smaller movie theater chain or not even a chain just like a local theater they'll have better quality uh, concessions, nicer for seats, sure. better customer service. There's... But then, on the other hand, you have the the value of AMC with you know the A list and stuff like that.
0: Uh, yeah, and multiple showings. Exactly. You know,
1: theaters, it's, it's, so it's, it's so convenient. It's so convenient.
2: Lucky to us, the fans, the people that have these AMC A list, they have paused our subscription service. Yeah, they aren't I'd charging us, that, which is yeah. which was really nice of them to do that. Yeah, and, uh,
0: I made sure to check on that. Uh, kind of like what they're doing, actually, with I think it was just AMC, but they're they're releasing some movies online. Like, AMC's... Yeah. You can, like, mm-hmm. pay, like, a subscription or, I don't know, you can pay some whatever mm-hmm. amount of money, and you can watch whatever movies was supposedly supposed to come, uh, come out over uh, whatever, during this whole pandemic, but instead it comes out online so you can just tune in online and watch it. Like,
2: like, yeah, exactly. Like, what they've done is... I mean, they can't really compete with Netflix and Hulu oh, and whatnot. Yeah. But um, they have opened up their own um, streaming service for larger movies at a decreased price. I think it's like two dollars to rent a bunch of movies. What
0: movie? What movie was coming
2: out? I forgot. I can't recall what. Plenty of movies. Dude, they had uh, one no Time movie. to Die. It was yeah. coming out, but it got delayed. Um, when is
1: Dune coming out? Or Dune was supposed Dune to.
2: Dune? Dune, Dune's coming out this December. December. It okay. has not been delayed. Okay. Pray it, cross your fingers it does
0: not. Something was getting delayed. That was going to be available for streaming online.
1: I know. A, a Isn't Disney Wonder one? Woman Wonder Woman is completely ignoring its theater run, going straight to streaming? I don't,
2: I don't think, think so. That. I I I think it got delayed by like two or three months. Like I think I read that it has like an August
1: release. Mm-hmm. I thought I
0: let me see what's the point of like going uh, like why don't they just streamline it going straight to like streaming services or like you skip the I box mean, office all that like i enjoy going to the movie theaters i enjoy getting popcorn and making a trip out of it but why not just like make a movie and then release it to netflix release the, it to the, the online like the thing like is how, like people sorry
2: oh no it's fine i um, like how so I'm, there's
0: what was the movie um with kim jong um, uh oh the, uh, um, the, interview. the interview the interview yeah yeah yeah, 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 how yeah. they did that they that controversy yeah because theaters wouldn't play the, it
2: that's that's honestly one of the first instance instances of that and that was pretty incredible that they did that in such yeah. a short notice but um and
1: but i mean let's talk about the actual effects on the theaters they caught you know in their money their money wise I mean how are they going to recover from this? They're they're sitting there with no profits, no no income, not even the A-list subscriptions they yeah. could squeeze out of people. Because
0: so a lot of the money that movie theaters like they, their mar- like how they make money is through concessions, is through popcorn, exactly. It's through the the overpriced soda you buy, you know, you're paying $5 for a large soda, like that's how they make their money.
2: So basically AMC announced that they would be able to make it to midsummer closed. And by doing that, they foreload all of their corporate employees, so no one's getting paid by AMC right now. Maybe employees mm. at the local theaters and whatnot, but all corporate employees are foreload, and they, they're they not getting paid at all. And they actually, a few days ago, I think, they just got a $500 million bailout so they could stay Jeez. above.
1: Well, I mean, I hope so. I really hope we don't lose the biggest yeah, theater I mean, chain in America. Is it the biggest, or is Regal bigger?
0: It, it is the biggest. Okay, it is. It is. Anywhere yeah. I go, I always see AMC.
1: And um, I just looked it up. Wonder Woman will go to theaters. I was wrong. Yeah. Okay. But I There was reports. Uh, this thing says that there was reports that it was going to streaming, but Warner Brothers confirmed that it is going to theaters.
2: And I mean, back to what you were saying about going straight to uh, streaming services. Basically, like I mean, people like us—if there's a big hit, we might see it two or three times. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And then, like, if you just send it to a streaming service, they're gonna want to put a twenty-dollar rental, which is pretty um, appetizing to people like us that want to see the movie. You know, and I mean, twenty dollars is
1: twenty dollars is pretty steep. It's pretty steep, but
2: like up like what seven dollars from a normal ticket you know for the normal person yeah, but i mean
1: it's a rental it's not like yeah. like how long is a rental
2: you get it's it's i think you could watch them whatever movie that's streamed that should have been released is like twenty dollars for like two watch two watches i guess which i mean i guess it's not bad but then then again like how many people are gonna actually stream the movie you know so they're missing out on a lot of revenue there. For a huge movie that takes a significant amount of money.
1: I mean, if it was something I was really, really excited for, like, That's for right. example, if it was, like, Infinity War or Endgame or something, in a heartbeat, I would pay $20. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. If it's something I like that I would just see because I had A-list, I probably wouldn't do that.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, right now, we just missed out on No Time to Die um we missed out on a quiet place too
0: oh i did i did want to see that
2: like those should be in theaters right now it's a shame that they're not
0: so wait what are they doing with that i'm sorry i don't know if you if missed that
2: a quiet place or yeah.
0: what are they doing with a quiet place <sighs>
2: A Quiet Place, I think, was delayed till September.
0: So they're not. They're just going to delay. They're not going to release it anywhere else. Yeah,
2: okay. they're going to delay it.
1: So everyone, can go yeah, together? Yeah. As, I was excited it's for gonna that. It's going to be like a yeah.
0: huge, like every movie's going to come out at once.
1: That could be a good month, though.
0: Yeah, it could be a good month. It could help the theaters a lot, or yeah, they'd... if they could make it. And then I
2: think No Time to Die has been delayed till November.
0: But do you think people are, are gonna want to go out to theaters once everything kind of quiets down? That, do think,
2: that's what I was wondering. Is what I was gonna ask you guys. And
1: I mean, why not? Like,
2: I mean, yeah, why not? But like, are they gonna? Is AMC and all these other theaters gonna do what they were doing right when the virus kind of started, like making people sit every other seat, you know, or like, are they gonna? I don't rearrange think. Arrange their I mean, theaters.
1: This is the thing. It all depends on how how the coronaviruses and if we develop a vaccine i don't think they're gonna go to social distancing protocols you know like we are now but i mean maybe they take more precautions in terms of like sanitizing stuff and etc etc
2: and i mean people like to say this coronavirus is like the flu in a sense but it's way worse than the flu of course but like maybe one day it'll get to the point where we'll have the vaccine and whatnot and it'll be in a sense kind of sort of like a flu like yeah somebody would get infected at the movie theater maybe by getting coughed on or something or sharing a drink but at that point they'll leave the movie theater and get sick and then be able to go get treated hopefully
1: yeah and once we get a vaccine i mean we don't have to worry about it anymore yeah but the the fears are it's going to take a long time to get that going and you know if we we flatten the curve now but we open up too early you could start another curve and another Exactly. Curve. what do you think and sorry good and it just keeps getting worse and worse and lasts for for a year two years whatever we'll be in lockdown every couple months
2: and that's kind of why um a bunch of these movies have delayed till 2021 like we've seen a whole year of a delay for some of these films
1: jesus man
0: so what do you think anti vaxxers thinking about this whole coronavirus vaccine. Oh Dude, gosh! If,
1: <laughs> I mean, that's just like are they just? Totally I, I I I can't see why. I mean, there's no logical explanation as to why you shouldn't get vaccinated. At this point, they have to be vaccine.
2: scared of the per- coronavirus. Like your essential like, essential oils is not gonna like.
1: This is what happens when we don't have vaccines for diseases. This is what happens. This is what we have to do. So if you want to do that and not get vaccinated, be my guest, but I don't think you want to do that.
2: No. Agreed. But um also in my topics was on uh, as of the past few weeks I've seen many um instances of drive-in movie theaters popping up around the United States, some old, some new. And I, I mean about that. Yeah, I do. And like for one instance there was a um drive-in movie theater in out some somewhere in germany it's called marl germany i'm not sure where that is but they had a drive-in theater open on april 6th and had a double bill of the lion king and parasite and it sold out within an hour
0: wow so drive-in movie theaters are coming back
1: baby
2: i mean they could like we do we have I mean, one
1: here near us
2: there's one at, at not near us i think maybe like 4 mi- 4 hours away but I
0: don't know, I kinda enjoy driving places like the driving restaurant by the beach we went to, you guys remember that? Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah like yeah. I enjoy just like pulling up, wait waitress comes out to our car, we order food, they bring yeah. it out to us, we drive away, just, we're just like chill. exactly it's nice. Listen to the music. Same
2: thing, same thing. Someone uh brings snacks and yeah. up to your window. I mean, you might sacrifice some quality. I'm not sure how good the the audio driving audio or even the picture is, but it would definitely be an experience. Like yeah, I think did,
1: You can bring your many... own, yeah, you can bring your own snacks, your own stuff. Yeah.
2: yeah. And but yeah, I think like there hasn't been many drive like not many people have gone to drive in movies since like the baby boomers. Like we have yeah. a whole like yeah. Gen X and the, all these millennials have probably never been to a drive in movie.
0: And it, it kind of so... kinda of helps with like uh you know nowadays you go on dates to a movie theater like you can't talk you gotta be shh, shh, shh can't like can't kiss or anything but like back then if you go to a movie theater like a driving movie uh, theater you pull up in your car like you can chat you can make jokes about the movie without bothering like the person next to you or anything or, oh yeah
2: there's definitely you know. some ups to the driving yeah, movie theater and that's why i was saying like we have this whole age that has never been to a drive-in movie and would definitely go. I've
0: actually never been. I would love to. Hey. I haven't either. I would but, love to go. Yeah.
2: But so, I mean, as of right now, there's only like 300, 320 drive-ins in the United States and just 25 are open right now. But jeez mm. Some of these, um, these drive-in movie theaters that are open right now accounted for like a hundred percent of the revenue, box office <laughs> revenue. <laughs> so right look, now. Who's winning,
1: look who's what yeah, laughing it, now, it, AMC. Yeah, is
2: like oh, you and your big
1: rooms. Yeah, the turns of tabled.
2: Exactly. Like so. Like, do you think we could see more drive-in movies popping up, or as like a opposed to going to AMC theaters? Like, do you guys think? This is, yeah, like, I, I could see it
1: as like a like a retro trend type thing i'm not sure if it would yeah exactly like kind of like those those resurgences but i'm not sure if it would ever really compete with the the main theaters it it might get bigger it might it might get a resurgence it might get a revival relative to where it is now but it will i don't think it will be at the level that normal theaters are
2: yeah, I mean, it, it would definitely be cool, but it, I don't think it'll uh, make a comeback kind of quite like vinyl records.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of like what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah. But it would but definitely... If, I mean,
1: if this Corona stuff keeps going, it could make a comeback, so...
2: I mean, you're we'll running see. out of options at that point, point. So, and some of these movie theaters are running out of options. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, imagine if AMC opened a drive-in theater franchise.
0: If they open just one like, in their parking lot,
1: I'd go with that. Just, just oh, bulldoze, yeah. just bulldoze their whole uh, movie theater and just,
0: just put up a drive-in
1: just, at every like, single
2: movie theater. <laughs> that would be crazy, just to drive up to a movie theater yeah, just get and it just, just be a screen.
1: Just no, they just see. like they just wipe the front off the, they cut the front off the, the building and just put like take the seats out and everything, yeah, they and just leave the screens the up,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: would be something
0: would be something else would baby be.
2: but hopefully this will all go down and we'll be able to see all these movies because i think there's like now 50 movies just in 2021 that you know are something that we would all see yeah and i mean i mean of course i'm sad because you know i myself i had the plan to see 52 movies this year mm, i remember you making that uh promise and now I mean I was on I was on course for it. I was 11 weeks in and I've seen I saw like 13 movies.
1: Oh, and so then you're uh, you're doing good. I was ahead.
2: Yeah. I was I, and with the amount of movies that were supposed to come out this year, I was going to see like 70 movies this year and now it's all gone to shit. But 2021 is looking very promising. 2020
0: is canceled. I repeat, 2020 is canceled. But Hopefully,
2: it'll turn around.
0: Yeah, it won't last forever. Right? It
1: kind of needs to, because I want to go to the theater.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of... I'm tired of chilling. I want to chill at the movie theater, not chilling at home.
1: All right, movie well, theater. I, theater. I think that
2: wraps it up for my topic, Philip.
0: Yep. Would you like to go ahead with right? yours? Okay, yeah. Uh go ahead. Um, let me get a sip of water real quick. <laughs> Okay, so uh, for my topic, wrong piece of paper. Uh, I will be talking about one of the uh, quote-unquote greatest unsolved mysteries in U.S. history. Have any of you heard of DB Cooper? Yeah. DB Cooper. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Very yeah. familiar. Do um, you know of him?
1: The dude that just like disappeared.
0: Yeah. In the seventies.
1: Yeah, but uh, I mean, I forgot the details of it, but yeah, I am okay. familiar.
0: Explain, right. so from the beginning. Well, technically, that's not even his name. No one knows his name. That's just an alias he used, right? Okay. So uh-huh. it's 1971, right? It's the day before. Let's see, Thanksgiving. This man, mid 40s, about six foot tall, six feet tall, walks in, buys okay. a plane ticket, a uh, twenty dollar plane ticket. For Northwest Orient Flight Three Hundred Five, and uses the alias Dan Cooper, but uh, because some sort of like media misinformation thing, uh, the name gets printed out as DB Cooper. DB Cooper. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Wait, so wh- where's he flying to? I, I want a twenty dollar plane ticket.
0: Yeah. Well, this is the seventies, so he's fl- yeah. he's he's flying domestic. All right. All right, so he's, he's I'll just, give him the benefit yeah. of the doubt. Yeah, D B Cooper's. Yeah, so this guy is, um, he's wearing like sunglasses, jet black hair. He's got a trench trench coat. Like he's just—he's like a—he's like a James Bond villain, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like he's very menacing. Very very men- like he, kind of like something you would make up, sort of like. It's like imagine like a James Bond villain with like loafers <laughs> or something, something, something you make up. So it's a
2: very distinct look. For very distinct. Very, very distinct look. Very like describing. 1950s.
0: Um. So the flight takes off, and uh, DB Cooper hands a flight attendant a note and says, "I have a bomb in this briefcase." And she's like, oh crap. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. What do I do? And so, like, this is like a commercial airline. There are like hundreds of passengers. There's like two pilots. Damn. There's flight attendants. And this guy has a bomb in his briefcase. He opens it up, wires everywhere. It's like, it's a deadass. No cap. That's no a bomb. Cap. I got a bomb. That's a. Goddamn bomb right there! <laughs> so he's got he a. I am not capping yeah, on this. They're one. like cruising at like whatever altitude. There's a bomb in the plane. Nobody panic. It's a goddamn bomb. But so he ends the note. Everyone's like, "Oh crap! What do we do?" So, what do you do if you're in that situation, right? You have demands. What would you got What would you guys demand?
2: I mean, I, I'm sure he would demand some money of some sort. Or I mean, maybe. Freedom? I don't. I don't know what it. What was his demands?
1: So his seven dollar sandwiches on the airplane.
0: Free <laughs> he, beers. He did. He did. He did demand some uh, cheeseburgers and some uh, some bourbons. So uh, he's sipping on some cheeseburgers ah. and bourbons. Uh, but he actually did his real demands were four parachutes and two hundred thousand dollars in twenty dollar bills, which equates to roughly like one point two million today. Mm-hmm. Well, so he's, he's he's got this money he's like sorry um this is going to happen like this needs to happen
1: and uh, he's on the plane he's able to muster up 200k and
2: Yeah, I was about to say how's he going to get all this money on the plane?
0: So yeah, exactly. So he lands so he orders the pilots to land the plane in Seattle, right? Um the I guess the FBI or whoever's dealing with was dealing with this, like the airline people, they gave him the money, they gave him the parachutes after he releases the passengers, right? So he lands the plane in Seattle, he releases everybody, he gets his money, he gets his parachutes, but he keeps a pilot, he keeps like some of the staff on, on mm-hmm. deck, like some of the flight attendants, some of the the pilots. People running stuff. the show. Right, so he's got his someone money. Someone to serve him some food while he's enjoying yeah. his yeah, final flight. While, yeah, while he's being a little James Bond villain, while he's, expl- he, he, you know, he's, like, he's a stereotypical James Bond villain. He needs to, like, explain his plan to someone. Exactly, yeah. yeah so, like, he can't just explain to no one. He needs to explain to someone. So, like, so then they're in Seattle. He's got his money. He's got his parachutes. He takes off. So, and he orders the pilot to fly to Mexico City so wait, wait wait
2: backtrack real quick yeah. so how did he get away with getting all these people off the plane uh and then retaking off
0: uh i'm guessing I mean, he
2: has a bomb he has a bomb i mean I mean, did, that, I mean yeah he has a bomb but
0: he, he you know. so he's like he lands the plane right in seattle so everyone's like oh my god he's like get out of the plane uh you know give me my money so they make the exchange the passengers for the money and then he's like all right, let's keep Ow. going. You know, like while we're ahead, <laughs> run for the hills.
2: Very well. Very all right, well. continue. I'm sorry.
0: No, you're good, boo. Uh, where was I? Uh, so, all right. So, after he gets his two hundred thousand dollars in twenty dollar bills, and he orders the pilot and the staff to fly him to Mexico City. Um, in between there. This is where the mystery is. He jumps out of the plane with the money and the oh parachutes. Oh my gosh. Right? And uh, need I remind you that this man is wearing sunglasses, like loafers, a trench coat. <laughs>
1: he's, he's parachuting out of the plane just to like a badass. This man is a villain. a
0: villain. This man he's is, is a like villain. a Hollywood villain. Like... It, he one he does take off his tie so like imagine him like taking off his tie kissing a flight attendant and just jumps out <laughs> he's the flight attendant starting he's to fall in love with him, She's getting stockholm back. syndrome and... which is funny because he actually did i was looking at some of the um, reports and he was very flirtatious with one of the flight attendants
1: <laughs> what a man yeah
0: what a man uh
2: he, he had to have his... um You know, there's a Bond girl, and there's always a villain that yeah, has his girl as well, so... Yeah.
1: <laughs> Alright, so he, he jumps out of the plane?
0: He jumps out of the plane, and he's nowhere to be found. Like, the FBI... Like, he, the plane lands, like, he jumps out of the plane somewhere between, like, um, Seattle and Nevada. So, like, this is very rugged a lot of trees very just like desert Yeah, very not a a place you want to kind of be parachuting out of so like honestly at this point i'm rooting for the guy yeah you're kind of rooting for this guy at this point like um so he he jumps out of the plane with his money and no one can find him like where's he gone he just like no one can just vanish out of thin air right
1: yeah, like, of course not. Well, maybe this guy.
0: Well, maybe this guy. Maybe yeah, he's like you, a, you, you never know what he has he's a of his she Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah, so that guy's he, ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Um, so the FBI launches this huge investigation, one of the biggest investigations in U.S. history. Um, they have like eight hundred suspects, and they're initially they're like. All right, this guy's like a—he's a trained professional. He's probably in the military. He knew what he was doing. He knew the area. But then they were like, "Nah, this guy definitely does not know what he was doing." After they ruled out some some suspects and they got more details, like where he was jumping, the altitude that he was jumping at. Um, one of the parachutes they gave him, like the reserve parachute, was sealed shut, like sewed shut. So like he was definitely not. He was definitely an amateur. Like, like no one just so, jumps out of a plane. You see what I'm saying? It,
1: I mean, they didn't ever found his body. They never yeah. found. And and I mean, they would know when he jumped out wh- around the area. You know, they yeah. could easily search the, yeah. the area. Exactly. So if he did die parachuting down,
2: they would find him. They would find him.
1: They they probably would if if something didn't eat him or or. You know, where I mean, they would have found his body.
2: remains or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they would have found shoot. something. I mean, it's the FBI They're they're looking for a guy that threatened to bomb plane. I mean, they would definitely a put money. a good amount of resources into it. Exactly. Yeah, he took a, he took two hundred two hundred thousand dollars nineteen seventy money. It's a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Okay, so the investigation continues. Um, many people are like, this guy did not survive. Like you guys were saying, there was like two hundred miles per hour winds. Like. This guy was an amateur and there was 200 miles per hour winds. Like could you survive that? No. no. There was an and plus on top of that. It was like a heavy wooded area, rugged like I said. And I mentioned earlier he's wearing like friggin' loafers in a trench coat. Like <laughs> this man is not prepared. So then in 1980 this is, it gets a little little bit more mystery added to it.
2: Okay. Okay, let's go. There's a big you. break in
0: the case, right? on the columbian river this little boy he's just like chilling you know he's fishing he finds uh, a decaying package worth 5800 dollars of bills 5800 5800 in and all and the serial yeah all, of, of 20 dollar bills and all the serial numbers match the serial numbers of the ransom money given Ooh. to db cooper
2: right and this is the columbia river in like canada like washington
0: yeah like columbian river about like, pretty much where he dropped, dropped down okay okay yeah so like like he found this like like th- th- buried, like it was buried like the package was buried so he, he finds it and he finds these $20 so he bills. yeah
2: he, so you said so you're saying he jumped out and then went back to washington seattle Area. Wait, what do you mean? No, this saying? was
1: in this was in Columbia River. Yeah, Columbia Where is that?
2: Columbia River. Columbia River. Think... Where is this Columbia River?
0: It's in like Washington.
2: Yeah. So I'm saying you said he jumped out over
0: Nevada. No, I said he jumped out in between Seattle and Nevada. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So, like, he probably, like, hitchhiked his way or something. I don't know. Yeah. So, this boy, like, just finds, like... this is The the craziest thing to me is that, like, the serial numbers match that of the ransom money. And this was buried. Like, so, he survived. But no one knows where he is. Right? Right. Uh, There's a couple of conspiracy theories. Uh, One is um, he took the money and founded IMDB, which is kind of a pun. So say it out loud. I am DB. DB. I am DB. So he's saying pretty much ah. hiding in plain sight, which I thought was kind of funny.
1: <laughs> he likes the movies, yeah. so he became the movie. Yeah, he
0: likes the James Bond villain movie, so he became the movie. <laughs> I love that. Um, another one, which I thought was kind of funny, we pull it up. It's kind of more of a, more of a joke, but it's D.B. Cooper is Tommy Wiseau. Uh, Here what I have hijacked a plane in 1970s demanded money uh, jumped from a plane mid-flight never found vanished Uh, real age unknown real name unknown ambiguous possibly affected speaking style so I guess like when he was speaking to the FBI agents he was like negotiable American currency and then obviously we don't know what happened to him and then Tommy Wiseau Appeared mysteriously with a large amount of money. Hmm. Mm. Colleagues say he's much older than he claims to be. Ambiguous possibly affected speaking style. Hmm. Background unknown. Hmm. It's clear. It's clear. I think it's very clear. Uh, and then also uh, another conspiracy theory is um, is a plot by the airline crew. to kind of extort ah. money that this guy never existed because there's no picture if you look up db cooper it's just like a sketch artist yeah yeah did you guys look him up yeah i did yeah that sounds
1: that's that's pretty interesting yeah yeah Yeah,
0: because because the guy like from all the reports you know he sounds like just someone some guy that someone made in their imagination you know like a james very well especially in the 70s like when james bond was kind of beacon you know yeah exactly He jumps out of yeah, a plane man. mid-flight. But what, like, it's I think su- that's the most a, plausible... Yeah.
1: It's such a mystery because yeah. we don't know what the... Because, I mean, if the if the airline attendants and the staff did take the money and extort the money, I mean, what happened to the money? They they probably questioned them, searched them, and stuff like that. Well, the
0: money never came I mean, back into circulation. The,
1: exa- exactly. So, like, yeah. what happened to it?
0: Exactly. Where is it? No one knows. No one knows.
2: So there's no more developments after 1980,
0: or uh, well, into 2016, the FBI like officially shut the case down. But there is a website you can go to, um, if you have, but there, like the FBI, FBI is still uh accepting like evidence and anything that could lead to Tips the case, and whatnot. Tips, yeah. But there is a website you can join. I forgot the link, but there's a website that you can like kind of get a part of join the community, try to find out like. If you have anything you want to add to it or something that could connect the pieces, mm-hmm. go ahead and add to it. So, yeah. All right, guys, let's stop the
2: podcast and find DB
0: Cooper. Yeah. That's so, how
2: we will make our money.
0: Yeah, if anybody listening right now, please help us, help help us. find DB Cooper. Cooper. We and his will fortune. give us the headline. Yes, we will want the $1.2 million. This will make us big. We're talking to we you, buy Tom.
1: Some new mics. We could buy some new mics. Yes, um, maybe we can have
0: a whole. We can actually have a studio set up. Yes. <laughs> so that's all this I got, pretty be... much.
1: For DB, if you're listening,
0: yeah, DB, you
1: know what the right thing to do is. Yeah, you turn to, yourself in. Turn to yourself us, first. us.
0: Yeah, give us the money. Turn
1: yourself we in. Won't, we
0: will We'll put we you. A, we
1: we'll put you as a guest on our podcast. Yeah. Cool.
2: Actually just come to us We won't tell the FBI we'll eh, Keep it hush hush give around Give us you. Some,
1: some money oh, yeah, Maybe give nice. us
0: some hush hush money We'll cool with it You know it's fine But like even if it's like Even if he was alive today He'd be like 80 years old So like He wouldn't give a shit, he give a shit. He'd be like in an island right now somewhere Hopefully he doesn't die from coronavirus mm, Maybe he already has Yeah maybe Shh. So is that all you guys got? I think so.
2: It
1: is
0: cool. You guys want to plug anything?
2: Um, thank you to our three reviews on Apple Podcast.
0: Yeah, check us out on Apple Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Rated five stars by our three viewers. Three ratings. Yeah. So, um, we're also you. live on Twitch TV slash This Secret Chat Podcast every Wednesday. Uh, we, uh, you can come chat. Uh, we'll respond during live uh, on the podcast. Uh, That's all I got. So yeah, you can also
2: find us on Spotify and just about any other podcast uh,
0: website. Yeah, Um, please give us uh, a rating. We'd love it. Give us feedback.
2: Give us maybe a we will will set something up for the fans soon. Yes, stay tuned.